this is episode six of the Be That Mom Movement podcast. Welcome to your source for tips, tools, and support to help you be that mom that is tuned in and proactive for yourself, your family, and for the wild ride of raising kids in this digital age. Inspired by a mother's love with a relatable, real life, proud to be that mom flair. This is the Be That Mom Movement with your host, Dolly Denson. Hey there, I am so excited you're back again. Thank you so much for subscribing and listening. This has been such a work of heart for me and so outside of my comfort zone when people have commented on my post on social media saying, oh, I subscribed and I listened. Kind of is like exciting, but at the same time, I'm like wanting to hide or freaking out a little bit because I'm like, oh my God, they're listening to me. If you know me from when I was younger, I was actually very shy and introverted and like did everything possible in the world to not stand out or to draw attention to myself. So doing something like this has been something that I never imagined I'd be doing even a year ago. But at the same time, when it came down to me starting to move toward doing something like this, it truly was because I felt like what I have to share is something that's so common among all of us and we need to reach out and connect with each other more to help each other because normally our world is so, so busy that we, like I said in my last episode, we lose sight of the things that are important and then we also kind of lose a sense of ourselves. So that is kind of my purpose behind this podcast and why I come to you even though it's still kind of freaking me out a little bit but also kind of fun so I actually am enjoying it quite a bit so today I want to talk about tips for working and going to school from home and how to navigate that we personally as a family have had one child going to school at a brick and mortar school and another one going to school from home for this school year And then my husband and I both kind of work from home, but also normally kind of do something else. Like he has physical classes that he teaches and I have patients that I actually go visit in their home. So we kind of, with this whole transition, weren't really, um, like it wasn't a complete shock for us that we had all these changes to make. It's just kind of been a transition for us to have to stay at home all of the time. But we have had to face kind of the working from home and figuring that out before now. So I wanted to just give you some tips that I have for that. I actually have eight tips that I want to share with you. The first one is to have some type of routine. I don't know about you, but in these last couple of weeks, as we have been at home, I have tended to sleep later. I've stayed up later. I've pushed like my morning routine that I'm used to doing at 5.30 to 6 a.m. back. And the days have just kind of flown by for me at times. And I'm like, holy cow, it's 7, 8, 9 o'clock at night already. Um, the day And the days are blurring together where I don't know what day of the week it is. And that is kind of like disconcerting, you know? It's like we need routine. We need something to be grounded to. So I highly encourage, even if the routine is a little bit different because you don't have to get up as early, you don't have a commute, or your children, you know, don't have to get up as early to get to school, still have some sort of routine set in place. Communicate it between y'all as far as when you get up, when you go to bed, meals, and things like that. The second thing is to have your own space in the house for your work. So I would definitely not allow it to happen 
that your workspace or your child's workspace is the bedroom. I would not do that whatsoever. When we transitioned one of our children to school at home, one of the number one rules that we still enforce today is school is not done in the bedroom. It is at the kitchen table or somewhere in the central place in the house. And, you know, in general, we keep the house quiet for them to help with concentration and stuff like that. But we don't allow technology and the computer to be in the bedroom at all. And that gives them a place where it separates the places because, you know, we tend to relax in our bedrooms. So it's harder to concentrate there if that's something that's possible for you. And then number three is plan out your snacks and your meals. This is something I have done already for a while, but it's, and it's, so I'm still kind of continuing it, but it's so much harder when you're home all the time and the kitchen is right there. So that kind of runs into number four is don't take your breaks in the kitchen. So when you do need to get up and take a break from your work or your kids take a break, maybe have a grab and go snack and that be part of the plan, but then go and sit outside or, you know, walk around, do something else. Number five... This is actually, yeah, number five is being more active. So make sure that you are doing some form of exercise every day, even if you aren't doing like a formal workout, at least getting up and walking around, stretching, getting your heart pumping a little bit more, getting your muscles moving. And, you know, I do have um, defined workouts that are made by experts. So definitely check in with me if you want a more defined workout to do from home. They're actually quite amazing in how effective they are in such a short period of time each day. The next tip is nutrition. Try to be mindful of the food that you're putting in your body. When we put foods in our body that don't provide nutrition that are only calories or that have things in them that cause inflammation in our body, then our body has to work harder to digest them and deal with them. It's kind of like you're putting putting something in your body that your body's like, oh, okay, let's deal with this now. So if you think about food in terms of fuel, this is what I tell my patients all the time in my when I'm visiting them in their homes and talking to them about diabetes and things like this, is think about your food as fuel. It will help you to get past that emotional attachment that you sometimes have to it about you want that certain taste. Certainly don't deny yourself the tasty things. You still can have those. But for the most part, each day you need to be mindful of what it is that you're putting in your body. And is it serving your body? Is it helping your body to live and to move and to have an immune system? Or is it holding it back? Is it making it like sludge that it's having to digest? The next tip is hydration. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water all day. This is something that I actually struggle with a little bit unless I put water in a jug and sip on that all day long to make sure that I'm getting in adequate hydration. And the last tip is to stay connected virtually with those that you know in your life, your friends, your family, that's what we have social media for. I know they say social distancing is what we need to be practicing, but I think that should maybe be called physically distant. I don't know. Um, but socially, we can stay connected virtually. That's the beauty of social media and the internet and our phones and texting, FaceTime, Zoom, Google Hangouts, all of those things. By any of those means, we can stay connected. So have a hangout with some of your friends, you know, get together at a certain time just to chat on Zoom. There's all sorts of ways that we can stay connected. So I highly encourage you to find a way to connect with your family and your friends that way because I do uh, believe that connection is what keeps the world going round around and it's when we become socially disconnected that 
we become isolated and start having other issues and, you know, really struggling with everything. So if we can stay connected and support each other, I think that's a beautiful thing. Certainly connect with me on social media, connect with me in my free community. Um, I'd love to hear from you and I'd love to know if this podcast is helping you, if there's anything that you want to be discussed, or if you think you have more you can add to what I'm sharing. I'd love to hear from you about any of that. I think that social media is such a beautiful thing that we are able to connect here. So thanks so much for listening in. Stay safe and stay well, and I will catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Being that mom isn't easy, but together we can be that mom strong. Don't forget to leave a review, connect on social, and join Dolly's free community. Till next time.